Gwendolen hurried back to the playroom and began to read her letter. After a bit, she looked in the envelope again. "'There's one for you, too,' she said to Cat, tossing him a sheet of paper. "'Mind your reply.' Cat's letter was from Mrs. Sharp. "'Me dear Cat, how are you doing, then? I find myself missing you both. Thought I was looking forward to a bit of peace, but missing your voice, and wishing you was coming in bringing apples.' One thing happened, and that was a gentleman come in and give five pound for the old cat that was your fiddle. Spectre in the lap of luxury anyhows. Love to Gwendolen. Wish you was back here, cat. Your loving Ellen Sharp. Cat found he was so homesick he couldn't eat. In morning lessons, he didn't hear one word in five. Is something the matter, Eric? Mr. Saunders demanded. As Cat dragged his mind back, the window blacked out. The room was suddenly pitch dark. Julia squeaked. Mr. Saunders groped his way to the switch and turned the light on. As he did so, the window became transparent again. Mr. Saunders looked irritably at Gwendolen, who was sitting demurely. "'I suppose the cause of this is outside the castle grounds, is it?' he said. "'Outside the gates,' Gwendolen said, smugly. The window blacked out again. "'How often are we to expect this?' Mr. Saunders said. "'Twice every half-hour,' said Gwendolen. "'Thank you,' Mr. Saunders said, and he left the light on. "'All day the windows in the castle blacked out regularly twice every half-hour, "'but if Gwendolen had hoped to make Crestomancy angry, she did not succeed. "'Later Cat went out onto the lawn to see what the blackouts looked like from outside. "'He found Roger beside him. "'Would you like to play in our treehouse after lessons?' he asked. Cat was flattered. He spent a happy evening in the wood, helping to rebuild the roof of the treehouse. He came back to the castle when the dressing gong went and found the window spell was fading. By the morning it was gone, and Crestomancy had not said a word. Gwendolen returned to the attack. She caught the baker's boy next. As a consequence, the children had to have scones for breakfast— it seemed that when the bread was cut, the most interesting things happened. One had become a white rabbit, one an ostrich egg, which had burst tremendously all over the boot boy, and another a vast onion. Once again, Crestomancy said not a word. The next day was Saturday. Gwendolen caught the farmer delivering the milk, and the breakfast cocoa tasted horrible. I'm getting annoyed. Julia said. Daddy may take no notice, but he drinks tea with lemon. She stared meaningly at Gwendolen. Gwendolen stared back, and there was an invisible feeling of clashing. Gwendolen lowered her eyes and looked peevish. I'm sick of getting up early anyway, she said. This simply meant that she would do something later in the day in future. But Julia thought she had beaten Gwendolen, which was a mistake. It rained Saturday afternoon, and Gwendolen shut herself in her room. Cat wrote to Mrs. Sharp on his postcard of the castle, but it was too wet to go and post it. Cat was hanging about at the foot of his stairs when Roger came out of the playroom. Oh, good. Julia won't play soldiers, will you? I can't. Not like you do, Cat said, knowing magic was involved. It doesn't matter, said Roger, honestly. But it did. No matter how cunningly Cat deployed his lifeless tin army 
As soon as Roger's soldiers began to march, Cat's men fell like ninepins. Julia, can you make Cat's soldiers move for him? said Roger. I'm reading, said Julia, who was also managing to knit at the same time. Be a sport, said Roger. All right, Julia said amiably. She fumbled out her handkerchief and tied a knot in it. Cat's soldiers picked themselves up. It was a great improvement, though Cat still couldn't tell his soldiers what to do. He had to shoo them into position. The battle began. Cat had a company in reserve behind a cushion, and when the battle was at its fiercest, he shooed them out. Roger's right wing turned and fought, and every one of Cat's reserve turned and ran. Roger was exasperated. Julia's soldiers always run away. Because that's what I would do, Julia said.